You deserve to be informed. Don't get lost in massive inflow of information. Step by step, let's analyze and discern important news. We begin our first segment of Country Report. We present China, the country of the week, in easy and interesting manner. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. So yeah, we have as usual Ahmed, who's our Middle East editor, um, Tatiana, Russia editor, um, Southeast Asia editor, uh, Alex, and our guest Mingyi. Mingyi, did you want to introduce yourself a little? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I am a senior student of Ohio State University. My major is psychology, and I'm also minor education. And you grew up in? Yeah, I grew up in China. Nice. So I expect a lot of your insights into our country report, China. So today we're talking about China, and just to clarify, we're talking about People's Republic of China, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So mainland China, not right? <laughs> Taiwan or any? Yeah. So I wanted to hear from all of you of what you, what do you think when you hear the word China? Communism. Communism. Okay. How about you, Mingyi? Me, um, like every area of China, I'm interested in. <laughs> you grew up there, right? Yeah. You think of everything. Yeah. Um, I think of massive population. Okay. How about you? Think of an impressive economy. Impressive economy. Nice. So, what's so impressive about their economy? I think? think the most like the thing that makes people really think about China is the fact that it's. Growing rapidly economically, mm -hmm. um, over the past like ten, fifteen years, it's been growing on like unprecedented rates mm -hmm. compared to all like the countries, all the world, right. all all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that's, I mean, having a country that on one year, be just before the global financial uh, crisis hit uh, in two thousand seven, growing up at um, rate of fifteen percent or just above 14 percent oh wow uh and to put that into perspective the u.s was growing at a rate of about three percent oh, so uh it's it is an impressive uh economy when you compare mm. it to the rest of the world and that was mostly driven as far as i know uh by their change in policy right yes that's uh china there is an interesting uh period in china which is after 1978, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's the time when, I mean, his, China is, as you guys said, it's a communist state. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, after 1978, they started to shift towards a more market-oriented economy. Mm -hmm. uh, however, it's not the case that they've become a capitalist yet. They are, the government has a lot of power over um, the economy, mm -hmm. but the market now, compared to before 1978, has a larger role in the economy. Larger freedom. Yes. So many the, more private companies. Yeah, there have been a lot of uh, liberalization of the economy, meaning that there is um, a privatization of the state of the traditionally state-owned enterprises. Mm -hmm. uh, so now we have companies in the telecommunication industry, for instance, or the energy industry which are privately owned. Hmm. Mingyi, um, when were you born? Uh, 1993. 1993? Yeah. So were, was your parents able to witness these changes? Yeah, of course. Uh, since my parents are businessmen, mm -hmm. and they are, um, 
environmental benefits from the policy since um, the President Deng. Mao Zedong? Deng Xiaoping. Oh, Deng Xiaoping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to mention here 1987, uh, President Deng, um, like circle, a famous circle in China. Mm -hmm. um, it's on Shenzhen City. Shenzhen? So, yeah, okay. so the President start to um, make like free market mm. start in Shenzhen. So oh, that's oh, why 1978. Mm. And yeah. he's, I believe, the second president of China. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Xi Jinping, who is now president of China, is seventh president. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, Alex, you brought up a population, which is, I believe, 1.4 billion. Yes. So, of course, when you have a large population, mm -hmm. there's going to be some internal conflicts. Right. Um, some of the main ones are... Hong Kong, Tibet, Taiwan, and Western province of Xinjiang. Mm -hmm. uh, Xinjiang, sorry. Uh, I want to focus on Tibet because that's one that's kind of a uh, more popular to topic since you'll see a lot of protests from uh, the Tibetans. Mm. So, Is Tibet part of China? Currently, it's part of China. Okay. Um, Tibet doesn't seem to want to be. Oh, <laughs> um, so what's going on? So the main, the largest uh, ethnic uh, population in China are the Han Chinese. And then... I believe it's 92% of yes, the population is Han. Big. So mm -hmm. uh, Tibet has a large population of Tibetans, ethnic mm -hmm. Tibetans. So and They're not Han. Right. Mm -hmm. So there is a conflict uh, between these two uh and China says Tibet is theirs. Tibet says that they're not. And this conflict goes back hundreds of years. But currently, uh, I think even President Obama spoke on this in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, presently, most of the world uh, has stated that Tibet is part of China, and Obama has reiterated that mm -hmm. in 2000, or as... 2014? Yeah, 2014. Yeah. So... Um, they don't have a lot of uh, international recognition. Mm -hmm. So they want to be independent, but internationally, they're right. not recognized. So, right. So in order to become independent, it's easiest if you go by gaining international recognition. Yeah. So there will, you'll see in the news protests of the Tibetan people, a lot of monks have self-immolated, which is... Firing yeah, his body. Setting their body on fire in protest. Mm -hmm. um, so... The conflict ethnically, based or um, religiously? It's more ethnically, I would say, mm -hmm. uh, because once the People's Republic of China came to be in the nineteen was it late nineteen forties, early nineteen fifties, right. mm -hmm. um, Tibet came back under a Chinese rule, mm -hmm. and a lot of the Tibetans thought they were had been treated unfairly and of conflict mm -hmm. uh, between them and the central government of China. Okay. So, Mingyi, have you, were you aware of this fact that Tibetan people were often in conflict with Han Chinese people? Yeah, of course, because um, there were a lot of news about Tibet people, how they protest mm -hmm. for their own land in China. Uh, like, lots of accidents happened in the biggest city in China. So um, some people have rumor about maybe Tibet uh, 
have a huge uh, like developed country for backup. So that's mm-hmm. why they have the courage to do this. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who, who do they think is the <laughs> developed country that's backing up Tibet? American. Americans? Okay. <laughs> so those evil yeah. Westerners are supporting <laughs> Tibetan people is what some of the population does. Yeah. I also was wondering if if this minority is backed up by the Western government, why they're so impoverished? <laughs> because they are, aren't they? Well, I think that was the rumor that they're actually not backed by the Western governments. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the Western governments side with China on the issue. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just the rumor that's going around China. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah, and also what comes with the population is uh, climate change, right? Yeah. yeah, with popula- like growing population and growing economies, mm-hmm. uh, that requires a lot of energy mm-hmm. and uh, you have different sources of energy, which also has its different implications, implications on yeah. climate change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was trying to say that they use um, their economy based on 70% coal and 20% yes. oil. Yes, so they're economy yeah. dependent on coal. Yes. Cold, which yeah. is bad for the eco- bad for the environment. Very bad for the environment. Good for the economy, bad for the environment. Right. Um, uh, they're also lucky to have Russia next door because they can import quite cheap oil, and um, at the peak of the Western sanctions, um, just recent sanctions, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Putin signed um, a really good deal for um, <clears throat> for China. With China mm-hmm. for thirty years. So okay. sanction means that you're you're not allowed to export, right? So the, Russia not being able to export to Europe made them to export to China, and well, China's mo- benefiting from it. Right, um, but it yeah, it also means you you cannot really invest in the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Russia's, Russia's not looking economy, to China. Yeah, mm-hmm. Russia's yeah, it was the only way for, for Russia to sustain their economy. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. So yeah, we have talked about China for 12 minutes, and we'll come back with one-child policy of China as the week. That I always get this confused. Uh, as the topic of the week. As the topic <laughs> of the week. We'll see you soon. See you. Yeah. Bye.